Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Bigger than you. Oh, this is one of those podcast episodes that I am so, so, so excited about. Doing things bigger than yourself, I believe, give you an even bigger purpose and actually can make you 1,000% un-freaking-stoppable. End of story. Bigger than you. You want to make a bigger impact? Create something that is bigger than you and you will become unstoppable. That's what we're going to talk about with this podcast episode today in ways that you can impact a bigger group and why you should think bigger than just yourself. It's amazing what this can do. Let's start with talking about how you can create things that are bigger than you. If you create goals, if you create goals that are others focused, others focused, what the heck do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is not just for you. If it's others focused, they're not about just you, all you. Let me give you an example. One of the many goals that I have, which I wish I would have done this years ago, but what can you do? A mini goal that I have, since I'm pretty active on social media, is once a day, I have a goal to make 10 positive comments on others' social media pages. I will go in there, it's typically on Instagram, look through, see who's inspiring me, who's doing, who's doing good stuff, and this takes 10 minutes at the most. And I make positive comments on other people's social media pages. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it makes me feel amazing. If I go on my, let's just use Instagram. I go on Instagram. I open it up. And somebody said, they comment, hey, Matt, really appreciate this. Congratulations to you. You really inspired me. Whatever. It makes me feel incredible. makes me feel amazing. So why would I not want to reciprocate and help others feel as great as I do when somebody gives me that positive comment. I want to be their light that day and I want to show these different people that they're having an impact. Now, I make sure it's sincere. I don't just go on there and just say whatever to anyone. I make sure that it's absolutely sincere and that I mean it. And that's why it takes me a couple minutes to make the comments because I'm not just going to leave a comment on anybody's page. I want to make sure they do have and have had a positive impact on me and then I will hit them with a nice compliment and let them know that they're doing a heck of a good job. So it makes everybody feel good. You leave a positive comment on somebody else's social media page, you feel good because you're giving them a compliment. They feel good because they're receiving a compliment. You may even make their, their day, their week, their month, or their year. Who the heck knows? But if you Make goals that are not just about you, but that are others-focused. 
It will make you so much more unstoppable. It's absolutely, positively incredible. Another reason I'm excited for this podcast is I'm about to tell you a story that changed my life. I'm about to tell you a story of the most the most emotional day of my life, I believe. There's, a, there's been a bunch of them, and I mean it in a good way. An event I did, and we're talking about bigger than you. What's something you can do bigger than you? And I would bet you can take this story and implement the ideas some way in your own life. Let me tell you the story, and as I'm telling you the story, think about how you can implement it in your own life. A few years ago, I did an event called World's Toughest Mudder. World's Toughest Mudder. It was out in just outside of Las Vegas, just outside of the Strip in Las Vegas. World's Toughest Mudder. For those of you that know Tough Mudders or Spartan Races, Terrain Races, they're basically obstacle course races you do outside. They're a big trend right now. They are awesome. They are fun. I love them. It's fun to have a team together and go out there and see how hard and how far you can push yourself. This World's Toughest Mudder idea takes it to the extreme a little bit. World's Toughest Mudder, now this is a few years ago. I don't know if they run it the same way. It was a five-mile obstacle course out in the desert. There's water that you have to swim through. There's about 30 obstacles, 30, no, maybe it's 40 obstacles, but it's a five-mile loop. So you try to complete as many loops as you can in a 24-hour period. That's the goal. How many loops, how many five-mile loops can you do? And it doesn't count unless you complete the entire loop. So everybody's result is in increments of five miles is the point. Here's where the bigger than you comes into play. This event that I did, I did it because I'm a fitness nut. I love to push myself. But even more importantly, my wife, Steph, runs an organization called YACS, Y-A-C-S, Young Adult Cancer Support. My wife, I love her to death. She is a 14-year, longer than 14-year cancer survivor, leukemia survivor. She is my ultimate inspiration. She is the biggest badass I know, and she'll never tell you that, but she is. She's unbelievably awesome. I had the opportunity, many opportunities, to meet a lot of her group members. She has young adults, typically aged 18 to 40, in the Pittsburgh area or surrounding areas, and she runs support groups for the young adults that are battling cancer. She also has one social per month to just get everybody out and get minds off cancer and just go have fun. And that's when I get a chance to meet a lot of these young adults who have inspired me more than they will ever know. I try to tell them, I don't know if a lot of them fully understand, they inspire me. Anytime you can look cancer in the face and put a smile on your face and continue to live your life and even push yourself to live your life at a higher level, that's more inspiring than anything I've ever said or done in my life. I truly believe that. These young people are incredible. And they keep pushing, keep lifting each other up, keep helping one another move forward and push past the setback, the ultimate setback that is cancer. And a lot of them are beating this thing and it's just really, really inspiring to be a part of it. So this Yaks group, I did the world's toughest mutter, the reason I'm connecting these stories here, I did the world's toughest mutter to raise money 
for Yaks, to raise money for young adult cancer support. And how I did it was every five mile loop, well, here's what I should say. I had people donate a dollar value per mile I completed on the course. Let's just use, for example, somebody donated a dollar per mile to Yaks. I go out to Vegas, let's say I do 25 miles, they send a check for $25 to Yaks. My performance was directly tied to how much money would be raised. That gave me the ultimate motivation that I would need. It was incredible the strength that I pulled from I don't know where because I knew I was doing something bigger than myself. When I talked about how when you hear this story, think about how it relates to you. Think about what you can do that is a win-win, meaning you get a chance to push your mind or push your body or push your soul as far as you possibly can go while also doing something that is bigger than you, whether it's tied to a charity, whether it's tied to your family, friends, another organization, I don't know. But I think this, this process that I use can be replicated and duplicated and then you can feel the exact same way I felt as I was out there on this course during the world's toughest mutter. Let me tell you what happened in Las Vegas that 24 hour period. The first, we started at 10 o'clock in the morning. The first six, six to eight hours went as planned. They were brutal, they were terrible, but the weather was a little bit windy, but it was decent out. It was, I think it started 50 degrees, 55 degrees. It was in November, so we knew it was gonna get a little colder. 50, 55 degrees, chilly, but felt good while you're out there. Perfect weather to do this course. Then I wanna say about, nine o'clock eight or nine o'clock it shifted <laughs> the whole event shifted due to mother nature the temperature dropped much further than anybody thought the winds picked up to a point where they were almost calling it like serious serious winds as in not quite tornado but some sort of tropical storm type winds were happening i talked to the hotel employees they said they hadn't seen anything like this in over 20 years the way that the winds were and it had to happen at 9 or 10 p.m on this course in the middle of the world's toughest mutter here's why i tell you that story we were 25 miles in 25 miles in i want to do at least 30 miles was my goal 35 to 40 miles was my ultimate goal my friend and i did the event with a friend of mine him and I were 25 miles into the course as we set out to go on our, what was that, our sixth loop to get to 30 miles. This storm hit around mile 26, 27, right in there. And when it hit, I mean, you couldn't see, so you're in the desert, we're in Vegas, you couldn't see because the sand was whipping and going all over the place, you couldn't see three feet in front of you. I am not exaggerating. We were walking, luckily they had the whole course lined with flags, so you could follow the flags to make sure you stayed on the course. The obstacles were unbelievably difficult because you could barely see them. One of the obstacles actually blew over. Thank goodness nobody was hurt because it was like a few thousand pound obstacle that just blew over because the winds were so, so, so crazy. But here is where the story changed my life. We completed that sixth mile. I don't know how we did it. We went three and a half miles in the most brutal 
weather I've ever seen in my life while doing some of these obstacles. We swam through water. We are freezing. Oh, by the way, the temperature went down to 34 degrees this last in the last couple miles. We finished that lap. We're 30 miles in. Remember, it's my friend and I, my wife is there, and my friend has his buddy and his dad there. They're kind of our pit crew. There's three members of the pit crew and two of us doing this event. There's five of us. We're huddling around this hospitality tent because it's somewhat warm. The temperature's still dropping. It's getting close to 30 degrees out. We're freezing, and we had to make the decision of, are we going to be crazy enough to actually go back out there? Our legs are sore. My knees felt like somebody was hitting them with a hammer every time I took a step. My body had never gone 30 plus miles before. I trained and I trained for this, but you can't really prepare what Mother Nature was doing to us. It was the most brutal, intense, crazy atmosphere I'd ever been in in my life and my body was in the most pain it had ever been in since birth I'm pretty sure it was that painful and I remember as we're huddled around the five of us we had to make this decision a lot of people had already quit a lot of people were taken off in to the hospital from the ambulance they had to ask more ambulances to come by because everybody was getting hypothermia due to jumping in and out of the water and the situation that was happening with the weather. I look over at my buddy as we're huddled around, the five of us, he looks down. It was almost like we didn't want to talk to each other because we just wanted somebody to say, well, that's it, we're quitting, we're done. <clears throat> so he looked down and I look at my wife and then my friend's friend and his dad and I look down. And when I look down is when everything changed because I looked down and I saw on my race bib we had written YACS, Y-A-C-S, across my race bib. And when I saw that sign, and I realized the reason I was doing this World's Toughest Mudder event was not for myself. It wasn't just for me. It was for the 30, 40, 50 plus young adults that are battling every single day of their lives for their life. They're battling against death. They are battling to survive every single day. The least I could do as I'm out here in Las Vegas in a ton of pain is push myself five more miles. Not for me, for them. For them. Doing something bigger than me was the ultimate motivation. And in this moment, had I been doing this event just for myself, I would have quit and it wouldn't even have been close. I would have probably been done before then. Hundreds, thousands, over half the half the event was already shutting down because people were stopping and going back to their hotels or their rooms or whatever. People were shacking up in their tents and just going to stay overnight in their tents because they weren't going back out there. I saw that yaks written across my chest in that race bib and I looked up at my buddy and I said, my man, let's go, five more, come on. I think he looked at me like I was crazy, like that's really stupid, but <laughs> we did it. We did it, and it was the absolute most pain I've ever been in, ever. I promise you I've never felt anything like this. Every part of my body was aching. It was, I, it was God has to be real because he is the only thing that could have helped me through the next five miles. That's all I can really say to you. And the idea that I knew 
This was for yaks. And I knew if I went five more miles, I think it was something like another three or $4,000 would be raised for young adult cancer support. We pushed, we did it, we made it. And I tell you, the only reason is because it was for something bigger than me. We ended up raising, I think, 15, close to $15,000 for Yaks, which was the most I had raised for any organization in my life up to that point. Unbelievable feeling knowing that it wasn't just for me. And that's, I know that's a longer story to tell you the ultimate, but I hope that's a really good story that hits home with you because I don't care what the organization is that's bigger than you or who you're helping, what team you're helping. Maybe you're a part of a team and you use that to help motivate you to do something bigger than you. But I ask you, as you know, with the end of all my podcast episodes, I want you to take action. The action I will leave you with is connect with a local charity, connect with an organization, connect with a team, and either donate something, donate your time, donate your money, donate your talent to help a cause that is bigger than you. Give it a shot. You know how many of these 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, full marathons, Tough Mudders, Ironmans, all these different ways that you can push your body and your mind while also raising money for a cause or raising awareness. Just anything that's bigger than you. And I just want to know how you feel when you do it. I've coached some people that have done this. They have told me a similar response that I had, which is you have energy you never thought you could you could bring up. And it just, you're energized beyond speech. I'm speechless as I'm sitting here trying to come up with a word. I have nothing. You just pull this energy out of nowhere that you never thought you had. And it's because it's bigger than you. I also ask this. When you come up with this idea that you're going to do something bigger than you, it's a charity, it's organization, whatever, you're going to run a 10K and raise money, please comment, find me on social media, email me, it's at Matt Scaletti on all the social media, you know my podcast, find a way to reach out to me because I want to promote what you're doing. When you do something bigger than you, those are the stories that need to be headlining the news. Not all this negative crap that they always cover that it was mostly meaningless for the most part and they try to make something out of nothing. I want to promote what you're doing right now. The person you listening to this, whatever you decide as soon as this podcast ends, whatever you decide to do bigger than you, reach out to me. I ask you, please reach out to me. I will feature you across my social media. I'm going to try to have you on my podcast because I'm going to do interviews for the podcast very soon. I just want to promote really good things and really inspirational things that are happening. And I know you are going to do it after listening to this podcast episode. Woo! I'm all worked up now. Do something bigger than you and feel that amazing energy and love and support and all that that happens because of it. I love you. Thanks for listening. Again, always constructive criticism and feedback. I'm looking to improve this podcast to add value to you. That's what I'm here for. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, 
I am watching you. <laughs> Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh,